Welcome to the Not Too Serious Podcast. On this week's episode, my son and I discuss who we believe to be the greatest athletes of all time. We try and cover a number of sports and we have a good discussion about that. In addition, we also have some honorable mentions uh, who we think also deserve to be in that category. Who do you think are the greatest athletes of all time? We'd love to hear from you. Please send us an email to nottooseriouspodcast at gmail.com. Please enjoy. Thank you. Okay, um, today we're going to talk about who we think are the greatest athletes of all time. Now, I think uh, this is going to be very subjective, and I suspect we may have some overlap. May. I don't know. Uh, What I try to do was spread out over as many sports as I could. Um, And I have a few honorable mentions too. Um, But I won't go into much detail on on them. We had agreed to make this only about team sports as well. Um, No, I I don't know if I... I mean, you do... I mean, let's not do just team sports. Let's do anyone... I might have to redo some things then, but okay. Okay, in your mind you have to redo things? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, I mean, here's the thing, okay? An athlete... Okay, let, let, let's... Okay, let's just say that there is a difference between an individual person who's competing versus someone who's on a team. Right. Right? It's not apples to apples. It's going to be apples to oranges. Right. Okay, because I feel that someone who is uh, in an individual sport, they're only concentrating on one person themselves, right? They want to win. They want to um, be competitive, obviously. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that mindset is different than when you're on a team, because when you're on a team, you know, you're a human, so you want to do well, but you also want your team to do well. So sometimes a good team player may have to sacrifice him or herself yeah. for the betterment of the team, mm-hmm. which can affect, I think, their own personal statistics. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's right. Not... So it's not the same, yeah. but I think for the sake of just sport in general, that's why I think we should just kind of lump everything together, but keeping that in mind, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, there are honorable mentions too. So if you want to, you know, mention your honorable mentions, you know, that's totally entirely up to you. So I only have like maybe two or three honorable mentions, but I do have a top five. Okay? okay. I mean, you kind of... Threw a wrench in our agreement. I'm sorry. Yes, that's what fathers do. They sometimes throw wrenches. You know, you throw a bunch of balls up in the air and it's up to the child to kind of catch them. So, okay. So I took you off guard. But I think 
that's part of the charm of the podcast. Uh, okay? okay. Okay. So you want me to go first since I threw the wrench? Yeah, you threw the wrench, you go first. Okay. So I feel that um my number five, okay, is I, I started with football. Okay. Okay. Um I consider my fifth pick mm-hmm. to be Tom Brady. Okay. Right? I mean Tom Brady he's just an incredible guy. I mean like I mean ageless wonder. He's an ageless wonder. I mean he's in his forties now. And I don't feel like the guy is ever gonna retire. Mm-hmm. Okay. And why would he? I mean the guy is still a, he's still an amazing player. Mm-hmm. Um his stats that I pulled up what is that he's a seven time Super Bowl champion. Mm-hmm. Okay, five-time Super Bowl MVP, mm-hmm. three-time NFL Most Valuable Player, three-time NFL Top 100 Number One Player. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, those are just a few of the accolades. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. I mean. Now he's playing for I mean what is it Tampa Bay, right? He's playing for yeah. He's so players. and and lo and behold, <laughs> guess who won the Super Bowl? Exactly. Incredible. Um I I feel like he's probably I mean when you think football, that's who I think of. Yeah. Same. You know, I mean that's the first person that comes to mind. And I don't see him retiring. He'd probably be in his maybe, what do you think, like in his mid to late 40s before he retires? Yeah. He's in his early 40s now, I think. He's like 41. 43. 43, is he? 42, 43. So, what do you think? About him? Yeah. Yeah, he's the greatest football player of all time. He's, oh, what's it called? Like, it's incredible how people are calling him Oh, because he plays for the Patriots. That's the only reason he has all those rings. No, that's and not true. First year out of the Patriots, he wins. Exactly. Like it's <laughs> incredible. Like, yeah, I feel like you have to make him the greatest football player of all time for that. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I'm sure there are other fantastic players, but he's the first person. Like Monica I said. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I mean, but still, I mean, thinking of him, I mean, it's just it's just hard to replicate. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you'll, I mean, may, I mean, maybe there'll be someone of his caliber to come back, but okay, so what is your, what's your pick for so number five? In individual sports. So... There's two obvious individual sport ones, but I'm not going to say them because they're too obvious and it's not not creative enough. So for five, I'm going to do George St. Pierre, greatest UFC fighter, MMA fighter of all time. And I remember watching him coming up, right? And he's never lost. He He's never, he's beaten every opponent he's ever faced. He is like, what it means to be a martial artist, he embodies it. He's so well-rounded. He knows everything. 
his skill set is bar not like nobody has the same skill set as him nobody has since he was super unpredictable you never knew what he was going to do he was an all in all just amazing competitor and most people that watch UFC will say he is the greatest because of that and his and he had the one of the longest title reigns in UFC history it was broken recently but by someone who had less of the competition. But yeah. And he impacted like a whole generation of fighters to come up. And he's Canadian, so that's cool too. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. He's Canadian. But when did he start UFC? When did he? Uh, it's been a, like a long time ago, right? He started not a long time ago. Like, I think the late 2000s, early to mid not early, but mid to late 2000s. I believe he started and he stopped his last fight. 2009? Yeah, and his last fight was... I forget it was 2017 or 2018. I think it was 2017. It was his last fight. And he won his last fight as well. So, yeah. like He's just an incredible fighter. Like He could knock you out. He could throw you on the ground. He could submit you. Most UFC fighters... They'll learn to do, they'll have one thing that they do really, really well, and things that they do good. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Anderson Silva, although he was a really good wrestler, he was known, he was an amazing striker. Like, he was amazing at stand-up fighting, Mm -hmm. you know? But him, he was amazing at everything. He was just all around, just... There was no flaws in anything he did. Well, uh, wasn't um, what's his name? Uh, I'm forgetting his name. Uh, the Irish, was it McGregor? Name? McGregor. What about did him? He, isn't he also a UFC MMA? No, he's not. He's not close. To, he's not even my top five greatest MMA fighters. But did he? Would you say that he would have learned from him? Mm, no, he doesn't no? have a similar style to him. He he's like he's a stand up artist specifically. He's like he he's known for his striking. Mhm. Especially his boxing. Mhm. But you throw you, you get him on the ground, he gets a little bit he becomes beatable. I think every loss he's ever had except one has been from cuz he's fought a wrestler. You're talking about McGregor. McGregor, yeah. Okay. So, but but uh, but he is when uh, undefeated. You're saying, right? He's not undefeated. He's oh. lost twice. Oh, he's only lost. But twice. he came back and yeah. he beat those guys. Oh, okay. So he got retribution. He got retribution for for those times he lost, and they were against like pretty big opponent. I forget who they were. I'm sure, I could look it up. But yeah, he's lost twice, I believe. But mm-hmm. he's beaten those. But he guys. came back and beat them exactly. So in retrospect, uh, he hasn't lost to an opponent more than once. Exactly, he's beaten every opponent he's ever faced. Yeah, that's. And I know a lot of people now would say like John Jones or Khabib. Mm-hmm. But the thing about John Jones is that he used PEDs, and it's tough for me to put someone who's used. PEDs above someone who didn't and also his last couple fights went to the went the distance 
and he got the champion's advantage. So champion's advantage means that if a fight is close, mm-hmm. they'll just give it back to the champion. TKO? It's not TK. TKO is uh, it's not TKO. It's just by decision. So when it goes to decision, when it's the judge's decision, they'll always give the advantage to the champion mm-hmm. because they're the champion, right? I see. It's the, it's the job of the challenger to make it obvious. Mm. So people felt like he lost. I thought he lost his last fight, but, you know, it is what it is. And Khabib is another one that people always, like, throw out there. But the thing about Khabib is, like, he's an amazing fighter, beast, like, monster. He's a monster, but he, for a large portion of his career... He fought kind of easy competition, and once he got into like the high rankings, I got I gotta admit he just mopped up everybody. But like there is, I'd say he's the closest to him. Maybe in a couple of years, maybe I might change my mind. But I George St. Pierre for me, not even close. Did George? Did he have any flair? Did was he, didn't he have a flair? He, no, he was. He was a just a, a basic. He was he was a guy that he'd he'd shake your hand and beat you he, up, beat you up, <laughs> and then he'd. But he and he show you respect. Mm. Like he's he wasn't he had no flair to his game really. He wasn't a good marketer, I'd say, because he he wasn't a. I mean, he was a good speaker. People liked. He was really likable, but usually in this game, like in the fighting world, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you need to have like you have to being have a villain will take you farther than being like a good guy. But I think whether your person is a good guy or a bad guy, they should shouldn't they have like some flair? Well, I mean, uh, to uh, think about the some UFC. signature, some signature, you know, well, not necessarily flair, but some some sort of signature move, not move, uh, action, some signature action. Well, mm-hmm. he he revolutionized a couple things. Mm-hmm. Like he he was the first person to use a Superman punch. In a fight, like, mm-hmm. constantly. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he was the one that really took that. You kind of changed how people saw fighting as well. Mm-hmm. People saw it as you get really good in one thing, you can kind of forget about everything else. Mm-hmm. But he kind of showed, like, no, you if you get really good at everything, then you become really good. That's that's impressive. Yeah. If, if that's something that he he's the one that... He's the one who kind of showed people that. Yeah. And also, like... Because he was so likable, he would he would always give like these coaching techniques about like MMA and stuff. He was like, a, he doesn't. It was funny because he was on the Joe Rogan podcast and someone and he asked him, he's like, "Do you like fighting?" And he said, "No, I don't like fighting actually. I just like learning about fighting and studying the art. Like that's an art form for me. It's not really a sport, you know. So like he just loves." It's hard. It's it's interesting that he doesn't like to fight, but somehow you ranked him as the greatest. He doesn't like to fight, but yeah, many people could do it better than him. That's very interesting. Uh, Who's yours? Okay, so my number four is uh, um, it's a is this is for an individual now. It's an individual sport. Uh, but the I guess in the you know in the larger sense he is part of a team, but uh, an Olympic team, if you think of it that mm-hmm. way, and I I chose Michael Phelps mm-hmm. as the, one of the greatest 
athletes of all time. And if if you look at his stats, okay, this is this is insane. Okay, what what he had? Okay, mm-hmm. uh, he has come first in twenty three Olympic games. Uh, he has won um, twenty six world championships. Um, in terms of race, uh, he came in first in the hundred meter butterfly. He came in first 10 times. Oh, sorry. He came in first in the hundred meter butterfly eight times. He came in first in the 200 meter butterfly 10 times. He came in first (laughs) in the... 200 meter medley nine times this is insane okay 400 medley he came in first six times 200 meter freestyle four times four by 100 so this would be um going back and forth Mm -hmm. right four by 100 meter freestyle he or four by 100 meter freestyle seven times 4 by 200 meter freestyle 11 times and 4 by 100 meter medley 11 times for a total of 66 medals. Yeah, he's a dominant force. I mean, the man, the man won 66 gold medals, 14 silver and 3 bronze. I don't know. What, I don't know if there's any Olympic athlete. No, he's the most decorated Olympian of all time. I think. Yeah, he is. Right. I mean, like that. That's not even close. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I remember seeing him. You know, like any time the man took the, you know, the swimming, you know, wherever you dive off from, you know, the guy is gonna win. You know, like it's just like almost a given. Like I felt. I think, sorry. Go ahead. I I felt I feel sorry for any athlete that had to swim against him because you'd lose. You, you, know, you I mean not lose, lose but you you know that he would win yeah. and that you you'd be fighting basically for second place. Right. Because he just outdid his competition every you, time. You know what's interesting about that though? It shows that being like one of the greatest athletes as well. It's not just about uh how dominant you are. Mhm. It's about how long you've played, you've done, you've done it. Yeah. And he's done it, like for sixteen years, I believe. Cause I think his first Olympics was in two thousand. Uh. And I think his last one was in twenty sixteen. May have been, yeah. Yeah, he's been around for a while. He's been around for quite a while. Yeah. So he started in Australia, I think. Australia was two thousand, I believe. Okay, so then that would have been. Was it? I think so. I don't know. It's been. I mean, you can look it up on your phone. You have it out. But yeah, I think. I th- yeah, I think he did it for sixteen years. But like, regardless, it's it's quite a long. T- a lot of Olympians just do one Olympics and they're done. Right? Yeah, yeah. Him, he just kept going. Right. I mean, <laughs> there are a lot of excellent swimmers out there. It's just that it's just hard to compare. I mean. With what he has done and what he's achieved, so yeah, if he's like the benchmark. Mm. There's a, quite a, quite a mountain to climb. There were some swimmers I remember in this year's Olympics, uh, 
a Canadian, that actually reached out to Michael Phelps for advice. Yeah, like Penny Alexiak. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, reached out. They apparently know each other, and he would give her tips. You know, mm-hmm. like, I think that's really cool. I mean, it sounds to me like Phelps was is a guy that, you know, um, I mean, obviously in the heat of the competition, you're being fierce. But outside, you're a very giving person, very giving athlete, you know. Um, and I would still consider him to be an athlete. He may not be swimming competitively anymore, but it, can you imagine if someone tried to race against him now? No, it wouldn't You'd go leave well. him in the dust. It wouldn't go well. <laughs> so, so that's who I consider to be my number four. I think I'd agree with you there. Okay. I'd put, I'd put, I'd put Michael Phelps number four. And I'm not going to really get on to all the points because I think you just... Mm-hmm. highlighted them right there mm-hmm. so i don't see much of a point in just reiterating all that but yeah i agree with you there uh he's the greatest olympian of all time and that comes with some merit a lot of merit actually but yeah nice who's your number three then i guess since my number four was the same as yours okay i don't want to get into the same thing we just talked about okay sure sure yeah. So, my number three is now part of a team sport. Yeah. Um, I consider this guy probably, if someone doesn't know anything about this sport, mm-hmm. they know about this, they know about this athlete. Mm-hmm. And who I consider to be my number three is Babe Ruth. Okay. Um, his, his batting average mm-hmm. is 342. Yeah. He has 2,873 hits. Mm-hmm. He has 714 home runs. Mm-hmm. Okay. His um, runs battered in is 2,213. His win-loss record is 94 and 46 because <laughs> he was a pitcher. Was a pitcher for a bit, yeah. And his earn run average is 2.28. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine a batter... Hitting 714 home runs and have an ERA of 2.28. I know, yeah. I mean, that's insane. Like, yeah. who does that? I mean, Shohei Otani is probably the most, is the closest, but he's, what, been in the league for how many years? Maybe three? Yeah. He's nowhere even near that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, he has, okay, this is a bit underwhelming. He's only a two, two, uh, he's only a two-time All-Star, which well, I... I remember the All-Star game started. Then st- uh, The All-Star game hasn't been around forever. It only yeah, that's started. true. That's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he... Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, towards the end of his career... That's when the All-Star is when it started, yeah. yeah. He's a seven-time World Series champion. Seven times. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was an AL MVP, 1923. AL batting champion... Uh, 12-time AL home run leader, uh, 6-time American League RBI leader. He was an AL ERA leader. Like, I mean, this is just insane, right? I mean, like, um, and uh, when he was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1936, he was inducted with 95 percent on the first ballot <laughs> see like i i don't 
understand writers. 1936. I don't understand writers, though. How do you not do 100%? Well, I like, mean... How did Mariano Rivera get 100%? And Babe Ruth did not? They, Babe Ruth I, did I, not. I don't know. I don't That's know. Well, it was different me. writers back then, I guess. Maybe they were not as, as, as impressed. I know that Jeter got 99%, and that one writer spared him from getting one. <laughs> Same with, I think, Ken Griffey. Almost unanimous, but no. I guess. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, okay? With respect to the Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame is a very subjective thing. And they take into account, some people take into account PEDs, some people don't. Now, mm-hmm. now if you don't take into account, it's bonds, in my opinion. If you don't take into but I do take into PEDs into account. But if you take PEDs into, like, Sorry, I do take PEDs into account, but if you don't, then for me the greatest baseball player of all time is Bonds, because his numbers are. He wasn't ridiculous. a pitcher. He wasn't a pitcher though. He wasn't a pitcher, but also you got to remember the competition back then was not as good. But even if it wasn't as good, to have an ERA of two point two three, yeah, it's fair. That's insane. It's fair, but the offensive okay? numbers. If are you fun. had said, if you had said that Ruth's ERA was say three point six, that's still really good. Yeah. But point two is ace like. That's ace like. I mean, okay, maybe so. The the quality of the players back then was probably not as good. Mm-hmm. But you gotta remember there were also there were no PEDs in those days. There wasn't, but you also got to remember how those guys were built. They like, were not built. They, they were, were not built, built that that big. They were not that big. But if you look at Ruth a was not like, a huge guy. I mean, he was. He was. No, no. I mean, he was not like a like a stocky guy. You know what I mean? Like he was not uh, someone. He was no, he was fat. He was fat. He was not muscular. Is what I'm saying. Like yeah, he was saying. not. He was not like the kind of well, guy. The players. He was not like Sammy Sosa or McGuire or look, Conseco. Like he was late, not like that. Late '80s to now. By the way, all those players. <laughs> yeah, but look at Ricky Henderson. Okay, Ricky Henderson. Ricky Henderson. I mean, Mike muscular. Trout. Yeah. Bryce Harper. You see how they're built. Yeah, yeah, they're built. They're built. Yeah, they're natural. Yeah, but Ruth, Ken Griffey was built. Ruth Ruth was not built in that. No, in so that that's way. what I'm saying. Is like there is a visual. But no. But my point was. My point is. Is that imagine if Ruth was built like those guys. If he was. Yeah. Then his. He would have hit eight hundred. He would have hit eight hundred. Of course, but also. Hundred like percent. Remember the players that he played against were also kind of built like that too. So what if they were built like that? Then you'd have to say. I don't know. It's always going to be a debate that's going to be you know. But see, to me, it's like I think once. You have to take into account the level of competition as well, mm-hmm. right? To me, Ruth, incredible what he did, but he came up during a time where, Unparalleled, like, I think. where a baseball player's diet was tobacco, cigarettes, stuff like that. Yeah, I know. Like, it's it's crazy the way how, and they drank drank all the time. Drank all the time. They were they un- smoked. Super unhealthy. They were they very unhealthy. They were quote unquote athletes. Yeah. Like how we see them. It's crazy. You know what I mean? It is. It's It's... But, like, that's why I don't put him, that, like, as high because of that. Okay. You, like, yeah, I don't know if I could put that. And, but, but I'm saying why I consider him. To no, be, I understand that. Okay. Because if you just look at the numbers. You can't argue with you them. You can't argue with them. Okay. And also, when you think of, if you go to Timbuktu and you say, do you know baseball? And they say no. But think of any baseball player. Mm-hmm. 
They'll think of Ruth probably or Mantle or Mattel, uh, Ma- Mattel, Mantle. Uh, but like also a, wa- a, a reason for that is because he was a Yankee as well. That's also true. Yeah, yeah. and Boston. Yeah, he but everybody Boston. remembers him as a Yankee. Yeah, and most people that don't know baseball, if you told them, oh, he played for Boston for a bit, mm-hmm. they would be all. Oh, well, that's the curse of the Bambino, right. right? But that's the thing, baseball fans know. I don't yeah. think every fan. Not every fan would know that. Yeah, that's the true. Bambino. But yeah, I mean, that's why I consider Ruth to be. I I would put him in my top five. Just for those reasons. I mean, like, what he has done. Also, you can think of it this way. He also, like, I don't know. I don't want to say paved the way, but he was one of the pioneers, for sure, in terms of being a, an incredible slugger. Um, that yeah, would have been Ruth. the first real big slugger. I mean, there were other there were others in his time, too. I mean, but, but like, the, the most anybody would hit in a season would be, like, 29. Yeah, exactly. And then he came this out. This guy would hit, like, 50, 60, 50. Like, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. Insane. <laughs> so, anyway, so that's my number three. Okay. So, what's your number three? Uh, my number three, my number three, sorry, is a... Uh, Again, if you don't, like you, your point was, again, if you don't know the sport that well, I'm, I'm guessing you know this guy. It's uh, Gretzky. Oh. Those yeah. Canadians. Of course. Of course. Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky. Like, it's his. That was in my honor- honorable mention. Yeah. The thing about Gretzky is, like, you know points, right? What points is in mm-hmm. hockey. A point is a goal and or assist will count as a point in hockey. And okay, I maybe maybe explain to those out there. Well, I just explain. Well, what is an assist? Explain what an assist is to our podcast audience. Assist is if you pass it to someone and they score a goal. Mm-hmm. That's okay. an assist. Yeah, or, or if you pass it to the guy that passes it, that scores the goal. Mm-hmm. In hockey, there's two people that get the assist. But anyways, like Gretzky, I think is... I. I gotta fact check this, but I believe that if you take his, he's he's the all-time leader in points in NHL history. But if you take away, when did he retire from the game? In the nineties, right? I think 90. late nineties, early two thousands, something like that. Yeah. But what I was trying to say was that if you look at his points, right? Mm-hmm. If you look at his point total, if you take away all of his goals. He'd still be the all-time leader in in points. Because he had so many assists. Yeah, and vice versa. Like that's that's absurd. insane. That's absurd. Yeah. He's the all-time. He he's he has like sixty-four records. Some crazy number like that. Like uh, hockey records. Yeah, hockey records. Yeah. Crazy number. He has the most rings in NHL history. Uh. Stanley Cups, you're saying? Rings, Stanley Cups, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, all-time leading goal scorer. He scored 54 goals. He scored 54, 50 goals in like 30 games, 39 games, I believe. Nobody's ever done it that quickly. Just insane numbers. There are, there are other players that have come close, but not near Gretzky's not near Gretzky. caliber. Like, people would say maybe Lemieux if he didn't have cancer. Yeah. But he did, so you can't you can't throw him in there. Honestly, no, in my can't. opinion. But like, and then if you get like, like maybe maybe Ovechkin passes him in goals, maybe. 
But still, every, look at all the other numbers that he's put up. It's mm-hmm. absurd. Mm-hmm. So for the, like just for the absurdity alone, you have to put him there. I totally agree. I totally agree. I mean, I remember watching him and the kind of moves he did. It was just extraordinary. Like Mm -hmm. the way how he would pass the puck, the way how he would uh, get in between the legs of an opposing player with his puck. I, I don't know how he did it, but he would do it with such ease, like as if it was just part of the flow. And, um, it's like the puck, the stick, were all, we were just, just all part of him. It's part of his body. Just, <laughs> just easy for him. It was like a easy. tail. He was like, yep, yeah, like a big tail. And, um, uh, even in the, I want to say he started, I think, in the, maybe in the 70s, I think. Like late 70s, I want to say, is yeah. when he started. Yeah. And I remember watching him, you know, back in probably the early 80s. Um, when he had come to Toronto and play, it was just, it was magical. Like, it was really fun to watch him play. I mean, you wanted him to lose, obviously, (laughs) when he played against the Leafs. Yeah. But. There was like an aura of watching him play. Definitely an aura. Um, uh, he doesn't, his father died recently. Uh, Wayne, uh, Wayne's father. And, uh, they have. Uh, in Brantford, which is not that far from here, um, uh, a place uh, called Wayne Gretzky Parkway. It's one of the high highways here, or parkways that are named after him. So um, he's from he's from Brantford, All right? Right, not that far from here, and um, uh, I think he lives in Los Angeles, uh, Los Angeles now. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean. Jeez, it's just amazing, amazing player. I totally agree with that. That mm-hmm. you know, the fact that he's in your top five, that makes a lot of sense. Right. All right. Who's your? Because uh, it's not two. Uh, this would be my number two. So, so you, so yours was three, right? Mine was oh, voice crack. Mine was two, uh, three, three, three. Yeah. So okay, yours so, is two now. So my number, okay, the person who I rank second, um, again, is part of a team sport. Uh, I, I, um, but this time I chose basketball I said Michael Jordan. Okay. Uh, now I know that's controversial. The people out there are probably I'll saying, say why aren't you picking I'll, LeBron? I'll, I'll I'm just, saying, I'll just say it. It's, he's my number two as well. Who? Jordan. So Jordan is your, talk about him now. Okay. So let's talk about him. Okay. So, so I LeBron mean, is not the greatest. I'm sorry. LeBron no, but no, but people, but people out there, yeah. they're going to say, why are you say, not picking? Let me tell you guys something. You guys are most likely below the ages of 23. Hey, look at that 23. Yeah. yeah. But don't, just don't argue this, please. Okay. <laughs> because the well, greatest of all time to me never chokes. Okay. The goat never chokes. The goat never chokes. The goat never chokes. No. And that's like a big thing with like guys like people that say LeBron. LeBron has choked in the playoffs. Yeah. The thing about Kobe, Kobe has choked in the playoffs. Some people think Kobe is the greatest. No, I'm sorry. Rest in peace, Kobe. I love Kobe. No, he's an amazing player. Not Black Mamba. Not the greatest. Yeah. I'm sorry. But go ahead. I, I just, let me just rattle off his stats. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, 
six-time NBA champion. Six rings. Six, six rings. The man has six rings. Six and He's oh. <laughs> Six and oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for every championship that he has played, mm-hmm. in every championship where, where he has won, he was the NBA uh, Finals MVP. Mm-hmm. So six-time NBA Finals MVP. Five-time NBA Most Valuable Player. Mm-hmm. And probably more than that. He should have had more than that. Probably. Mm-hmm. 14-time NBA All-Star. Mm-hmm. Three-time NBA All-Star Game MVP. Mm-hmm. 10-time All-NBA First Team. And again, the list goes on and on. I mean, 10-time ten time, ten NBA Scoring Champion. Yeah. <laughs> he has I the mean, highest points per game in NBA history. Absolutely. I mean, the man... Okay, he has... He has 32,292 points. He has 6,600, uh, 6,672 rebounds, 5,633 assists. The man just, you know, like, he's just incredible. I mean, like, he was also on the, um, uh, Wizards. he won a gold medal. He won four gold medals, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, one in men's basketball in 1984, Los Angeles. One in Barcelona, 1992, men's basketball. Um, in the Tournament of the Americas, he won a uh, gold medal in 1992 for, with um, Portland, men's basketball. In the Pan American Games in 1993, he won a gold medal. In uh, 1983, he won a, a gold medal in Caracas. So... The man just won. He just won. That's all he ever did. The man had, he was a fierce competitor. Psychotic. Yeah. Psychopath about yeah. winning. Yeah. All he cared about was winning. He didn't he care get... about his family. He didn't care no, about no. his well-being. He, all he cared about was winning. That's all he Which cared might be about. a fatal flaw of his like, character-wise. Maybe, maybe so, but, it, I mean, other players would respect him for it, yeah. right? And um, the main thing to take away when you look at Jordan is just know that he's just a winner. Like, and he just wants to win. And he also had this, like, when other other players would fear him, opposing players would be afraid of saying something yeah. that might accidentally take him off. Oh, yeah. Like... You ticked him off. He would dunk on you. He would score a bazillion points on you. I mean... He just, the like, man, the man knew mm-hmm. he would let his anger get him the basket, get him the points. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, you know. Uh, here's some someone uh, explain the Jordan versus LeBron debate like this. Imagine investing your money with the bank, right? One bank is gonna be like, "I'm the best at all of this stuff. I'm the best at this. I'm the best at that. I'm the best at this. I'm the best at that." Mm-hmm. Right. I'm the best at all of this. Or would you go to the bank where you'd be like, if you invest with me, 100% your money will grow. You'll be rich. You will be rich if you invest in me. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, so who's, who's, who is, I'm saying Jordan who, is the, you who, invest with me, yeah. you'll get rich. And LeBron is the, I'm the best at this, this, and that. Mm. So I think LeBron is the great, like LeBron is the greatest all-around player of all time. I won't 
argue that. Uh, you could argue he's the best player of all time. There's a difference between best and greatest. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think you'd disagree. No, I don't think I'd disagree. Like, there's a difference between best and greatest. If you say LeBron's the best player of all time, I'm not going to argue with you there. Okay. No, it's hard to argue it's that. It's hard to argue that. Like, yeah. look at him. He's 6'9", built like a tank. Right? Yeah. Yep. Greatest is about legacy, and it's yep. about the... About the That's a good point. It's a it's about what you produce. Right. Right? What's your output? Mm-hmm. You know? And this in the NBA, maybe if you say Bill Russell, but Bill Russell, he also played against plumbers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A guy like Jordan, he played against like this was like when athletes were really becoming like athletes and mm-hmm. people were the detroit pistons tried to kill this man oh they did yeah <laughs> and and then you also want to think about he retired three times in total imagine if he didn't retire just think about it. imagine if he didn't retire imagine if 91 92 93 won those rings mm-hmm. and then 94 95 he didn't retire it'd be a rocket's Chicago oh, NBA yeah. Finals probably. both of those years probably most likely right who knows if he wins both of them look at that he'd win at least one mm-hmm. I'd say it's, it's Jordan yeah right mm-hmm. and then imagine he didn't retire after 98 as well imagine that core stayed together it would be hard it would be a hard team to imagine how many rings he could have had if he didn't retire. he could have had more he got bored so he retired you think so, or did no, he actually I, say I, that? I think I think it was because of the gambling, but like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the whole thing. But he literally. We're not talking about his transgressions. We're talking you about know, his transgressions, but like, because most of his transgressions are not on the court, even, mm. right? But well, I mean, you just, talk like when you're when you're on the court, he's just like he's the best. Yeah, teammates hated to play with him because. He's just so psychotic, and he'd make you. And if you made a mistake, he'd let you know about it. He yeah. demanded excellence from everybody. Well, I mean, and I mean, he demanded excellence from himself too. He, he did, right? So he, he, he was. He never. He never told anybody to do something that he wouldn't do, and you got to respect that. Yeah. You know, but anyways, yeah. You want to do honorable mentions first before we jump into the number? Honorable one? mentions. Do honorable mentions first. Um, okay, so you can start with that. Okay, so, uh, my honorable mentions. You already mentioned one of mine. I'll, I'll, I'll do a few. Mm-hmm. Um, Messi, Ronaldo. Oh, soccer. Only reason no. I didn't put both of them in is because they're too busy competing with each other. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'll put, uh, uh, Nadal, Djokovic, and, uh, Federer. Same case. They're too busy competing with each other mm-hmm. for me to like throw into the there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put Muhammad Ali in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's greatest, but also like you think about today, like think about guys like another guy in my honorable mention, like Floyd Mayweather, mm-hmm. undefeated. There's too much debate there, mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. my opinion. Mm-hmm. And also like, I don't know, it's tough for boxing to have a GOAT, in my opinion, because there's so many weight divisions. Yeah, it's hard to pin it. I mean, the best it, fighters will always be in the heavyweight because the heavyweight can always knock out. Yeah, any anyone in the featherweight or in the middleweight division. Yeah, pound I mean, for pound. Pound for pound. I mean, that's pound why for they. Pound, you could say Muhammad Ali is yeah. the greatest. Yeah, and I won't disagree with you there. Mm. In fact, I think he's the greatest boxer of all time. Mm. But a lot of people would say Sugar Ray Lewis. I never. I don't know much about him. Sugar Ray Lewis or Leonard? You're saying. 
was it Lewis or Leonard? I forget. I think you Sugar meant to Ray. say Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. But like I said, I don't know a lot about him. Sugar Ray was not a, um, from what I remember, he was not a, a forceful boxer, but he was very cunning. Like he would get in your head. And I remember some of his matches and he would kind of like go up to the, he would go up to his opponent and kind of give him a stare mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, taunt him mm-hmm. and he would get them angry. And that's where he would, that's where the opponent would kind of lose their, he would play the mental game. Very he would well. play the mental game extremely yeah. well. And he was so good on his feet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sugar Ray. Um, yeah. But yeah. It was just really good. Anyways, but yeah. Uh, boxing. There, that's what I have to say for boxing. Uh, Usain Bolt, I put up there. I think I think all he's in a, he's not on my list as well, is because the act of running is just it, it's so pure mm-hmm. in a sense, where it's just you Bolt. Are the you're fastest. saying Bolt. You're talking about Bolt. Yeah, Bolt. Mm-hmm. Is that you are the fastest man alive? You are the fastest man. No one's faster than you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But like the other sports, I feel like there's more like, I'm not saying there's not skill involved in running, mm-hmm. but there's other elements. No, no, hang on. There is skill involved in running. I said I mean, I've never said there wasn't. Oh, I thought you said there's I'm no saying, skill. I'm not. Maybe saying, I misunderstood. I said, I'm not saying there's no skill oh, involved in running, but like these other sports, I feel like, although it takes incredible athleticism, you also need to have way more skill. In mm-hmm. other sports, so like the thing about running is that it's so like concrete. You're the fastest. Mm-hmm. Everybody can run, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody that's healthy with two legs can run, mm-hmm. and you're the fastest. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. But I can I can run. You know what I mean, I can't jump. I can't dunk. You know what I mean, so like that's like yeah. But, but I don't can think you I can run. Can you may be able to run, but can you? I run? can't run that fast. No, no. I can't. Uh, can I swim? I can't swim like that, like Michael Phelps. Like, I can't... I could do a butterfly stroke. I got a mean butterfly stroke. I can't do what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I'd drown. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, Usain Bolt is... Like, like, so, he's amazing. He's the greatest runner of all time. But that's the only reason I won't put him on my top five. Well, I don't uh, think his record has been beaten yet, has it? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. it has. I don't think it has. What it was his 9.6 something? It was point. crazy. It's something crazy. But he was almost a Grand Slam winner. But like one of his, it found out one of his teammates were doping in the relay. So he got that taken away from him. But uh, yeah. And who else is it? I had another one. I'm forgetting who it was. Hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, Babe Ruth. Another one. Hank Aaron. I think I, Hank Aaron, Babe Ruth. And I kind of explained why I didn't put Babe Ruth in there already. And Hank Aaron, like, he was an incredible hitter. Peak of consistency. But he wasn't, like... I, I wouldn't call him... He didn't put up, like... like He didn't ever have, like, a Babe Ruth or Barry Bonds season. You know what I mean? He never hit more than 50 home runs... The season, Hank Aaron. He was just the pinnacle of consistency. Oh, you're talking about Hank Aaron, okay? Yeah, he was yeah. the pinnacle of consistency. Mm-hmm. He was. He didn't have like that one incredible year where it's like what the, it yeah. jumps out of the page. Right. So yeah. that's the only reason I don't put him there. But yeah, that's, mm-hmm. those are my honorable mentions. 
Okay, that was quite a few of them. I don't. Oh, and LeBron. I'll put LeBron in there too. He's not the great. He's the only reason he's not up there is because he's not the greatest basketball player of all time. <laughs> but if he was, mm-hmm. he'd be up there. Okay, that's that's fair. Uh, so you want me to mention my honorable mentions, right? Yeah. Okay, now you took about eighty percent of what I was about to say. Okay. Well, just say who. Okay. You say, so I will mention a couple of players. Um, I'll just mention maybe two mm-hmm. because you took most of them. One is uh, Serena Williams. Yeah, that's a good one. She was, she, I mean, she is probably the greatest female yeah. tennis player of all time. Of I'd all she's time. She's the greatest female athlete. I don't think oh, yeah. You could even argue that because, yeah. you know, I mean, how many how many Grand Slams has she won? Exactly. Um, uh, so, I mean, she's just, and she's not only on top of is she not just a fierce competitor but she's also a really good person like if you you see her interviews she's so down to earth and just a real personable person um i don't know if that should be part of the calculus when you're thinking of a and really Jordan good wouldn't be part of her no he wouldn't yeah but but i'm just saying that that what makes her extra special to me mm-hmm. is because she's also a very nice genuine person yeah, that's cool. um and uh i had wing you took wing gretzky mm-hmm. <laughs> and um uh but i will mention one other person uh he's not really part of any competitive competition uh but i'm going to mention terry fox because Terry Fox, he basically, to I consider him an athlete because he literally ran across Canada or tried to, yeah, and to where raise awareness for cancer. And I remember when he did this in the early '80s, may have been like '81 or '82, but I was just a child when he did that. And in those days, where media was very limited, right? I mean, you had just newspaper, or television. You would hear him or see him or read of him or hear him on the news almost every day. Mm-hmm. And the people who he inspired, I also consider that part of his legacy. Uh, legacy. And to this day, they still have Terry Fox runs. There are sections in Canada that are dedicated in his name. Um like the Terry Fox Highway, for example. Mm-hmm. So there, I consider him to be, it's not just the fact of his endurance. He had cancer and his dedication to raising awareness for cancer and to raise money. I, I, I can't think of it. I mean, I'm sure there are other people out there that wish to do the same thing, but this was the first time I had ever heard of someone who just he was who was he i mean he was just a canadian who had cancer and wanted to wear, raise awareness so i consider him what like one of the greatest in terms of maybe not in terms of his skill but definitely in terms of his endurance and his dedication and he left a legacy he left a like there are statues erected in his name you can't really say that about other other athletes right of course so that's why i consider him as you know an honorable mention Mm -hmm. so who's your greatest now okay so my greatest um 
is someone who you considered to be an honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I chose Muhammad Ali. Okay. That's uh, a good one. The man also. Legacy. Legacy. When you think of boxing, you think of Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Okay. And um, his record, very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, total fights, 61. Mm-hmm. He won 56 of them. Mm-hmm. So he lost five. Yeah. Uh, one by knockout, 37. <laughs> 37. So nearly, yeah, almost more than 50% were just knockouts. Yeah. Um, not only is the man, uh, you know, a legend in boxing, mm-hmm. but in terms of just the skill... He was also quite a flamboyant guy too, oh, yeah, he's and he was very. And part of his charm was that he would rhyme. He was funny. He would as well. he would wax poetics, and uh, he would predict. He would predict in his poetry. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Howard Cosell, Howard Cosell was um, a, a sports reporter. Mm-hmm. Um, he did radio and television, I believe, and he, I think he was on ABC. Um, and he and Muhammad Ali had a relationship yeah. because he was with him in the early days, back in the in the sixties, and um, he would always go to him, as, you know, okay, this fight is coming up. What are you gonna? What's your prediction? And his answer would always be in rhyme, but in rhyme he would give the round in which he would knock out his opponent. Mm-hmm. So he was a very flamboyant, but. His moves always spoke for his words. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So, and he coined the phrase, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. I mean, mm-hmm. he was graceful, but he was deadly. Right. So, um, I, I consider him, and many athletes or boxers, they, they admired him for mm-hmm. what he did. And uh, I think that... Uh, you know, boxers like uh, Mayweather and Tyson and um, maybe not the older ones, but they certainly had his respect, like Foreman and, uh, you know, they, they, they had they had his respect. Um, so, Frazier. Uh, Joe Frazier, of course. And um, his um, views on certain things. The Vietnam like Vietnam, you have to respect, okay? Many, Some people out there may not agree with him. Well, but he was right at the end of the well, day. Well, I mean, true. But I'm yeah. just saying that his views may have been controversial. At the time it was. At the yeah. time. But he held, stayed, stayed fast on his beliefs. Mm-hmm. And any man that can do that and, you know, not be violent, you know, in that respect to... Impo- he never imposed his beliefs on anyone. He, he didn't said, this make is why them. I believe it. He just he believes it. Finished. That's the end. You know, like he he had a very very strong personal characteristic about himself that I think um, I personally admire, and um, uh, that's why I consider him to be the greatest. That's just me. Out right. there, I'm sure there are others that may disagree with me, but that's why I consider him to be the greatest. Yeah, and also like I. I touched on it in like in my when I mentioned him as an honorable mention mm-hmm. 
is the reason I don't put Mayweather because Mayweather's undefeated. You can't really overlook that. Right. But the only reason I don't put him in is because I think heavyweights are just the pinnacle di- of boxing. Yeah, they're in a different right? class. They're in yeah. a different class. A, a heavyweight can defeat anybody below them, basically. Because mm-hmm. they're not going to be afraid of getting knocked out. Right. So they're going to try to knock you out. Oh, like, sure. That's what they're going to do. Like, they have the size advantage over you. So, yeah. That's like the reason I... I, I, I don't do it. I'm sure it's the reason you don't put them up there. No, that uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. So yeah, yeah, you're at your number one. Yeah, my number one. You took you took a couple of mine. <laughs> my did I? One, I don't know if I took any of yours. Oh, you did. did my I? number one is actually your number five, Tom Brady. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's hard to argue. Hard to argue <laughs> with, that, right? with Tom Brady. And like, I'm not gonna reiterate everything you said because yeah, I kind of went on a long yeah. But this is what I will say. This is why I put him above Jordan. Sure. Remember when Jordan was on the Wizards, he came back. He wasn't as good. It wasn't the same. Sure. In my mind, Tom Brady did the exact same thing. Tom Brady went to the Wizards, but he won a championship with the Wizards. You know what I'm saying? Wizards, you say? No, as in like the same sense. He went to Tampa like Bay. Tampa Bay, but I'm saying oh, it's, right. it's yeah. as if. The championship followed him. Exactly. So like. You could kind of I say see. that about you can kind of say that about LeBron though. Well, LeBron also went to Miami first, then he went to Cleveland, then he went to LA. But he won he won a championship all, with Miami, Cleveland. I know it's it's a good and game. LA. Yeah, but he's also the best player in the world. And yeah. Nobody's can dispute that, right? Yeah. But the reason um, Jordan was thirty eight when he went to, uh, uh, the Wizards. Yeah. He wasn't the same, obviously. Brady was like forty one. I know that's crazy. And he won with them. Yeah. And when you look at Brady, he doesn't look like an athlete. He looks like a just a regular old dad, honestly. But it's incredible what I the think things just, that he can do. Not, it's, I don't think it's so much his strength, but it's his skill. His skill and his IQ is just oh. bar none. And he has this ability. And here's the thing. Michael Jordan would make his teammates Miserable. afraid to <laughs> disappoint him, afraid to anger yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Tom Brady would make his teammates excited to make him happy and make him proud sure so that's also a difference they both wanted to win they're both psychotic about winning yeah. but they both michael jordan has said if you do not do what i say i will punish you mm. and brady was like if you do what i say i will reward you so so tom brady had the carrot michael jordan had the stick exactly yeah that's a good way of putting it mm-hmm. and also all of Brady's teammates love playing with him. Mm-hmm. They love Brady. Mm-hmm. They see him as like a, a father figure. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these guys, like a lot of these players, they didn't have like a good male role model coming up. Right. And Brady is like, you guys are with me now. Mm-hmm. Right. You guys, I'm taking you under my wing. Sure. Like, and that level of leadership, mm-hmm. nobody in history... In athletics, I think displays. He's the greatest leader of all time, and because of that, and how he could just lead a team, and let like, lead a team into let, battle and win. Like Antonio Brown, mm-hmm. crazy cycle. Like we all know all the stuff that he's done. Right. Antonio Brown fell in line for Brady. Brady. Yeah. So leadership is a huge thing. That it's respect too, right? It's respect. Respect and respect is a huge thing that like 
people overlook when it comes to athletics. Like, why LeBron, I'd say, is the best, the greatest player of our era? Well, not minus, like, the rings and stuff, obviously, because you can't dispute that in the eye test. But the reason that he's been able to do what he's done repeatedly is because he's an excellent leader as mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. He might not have the... He, he may have lapses in his own production, mm-hmm. right? So, like, but, like, look, Jordan, I'd say, was the opposite, where he his production would never lapse. He was a leader in the sense, like I said, he'd lead with the stick, right? Brady takes, like, the best, like, the qual- like LeBron's leadership skills and, like, B- Jordan's skill set, and he kind of merges, merges them, them yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And that, to me, just makes, like, a perfect athlete. And seven rings. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where, where, where else do you get that? <laughs> no, you know I mean? mean, I feel... Do you think he's going to... How far do you think he's going to go? I think until he has, like, a bad year. Or an injury, I or guess. an injury. Yeah. But he's also, like, notoriously very healthy. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll the man see knows. The man knows his. I don't man. know. I I can't put put a number on it. Cause I don't know. I could see him going forever. Like, yeah. It's, we'll it's hard. It's it's gonna be tough to slow him down. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, I think that this oh, was. Can I say one thing? Sure. One thing. Absolutely. So so, it was a funny Brady story, where he was on SNL. He was hosting SNL. And I forget who it was, but one of the people were like, "Okay, are you nervous? Are you nervous?" And you know what Brady said? Like, for this? <laughs> like, you think he cares about that? No. Like, he's been in front of the, the World stage. Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, he doesn't care about this. You know, but yeah. You, know, you think the audience for SNL would be, I mean, would be less, right, than the Super Bowl? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Who, do you watch SNL? I do. How many people I do watch. you know watch SNL, like, night? Oh, I don't watch it every Saturday, but I mean, I will. I mean, yeah, you might catch a clip here and there. Yeah, but I'm yeah. saying like, I used how many to back... sit down through the show and just watch the whole thing. How many people do that? I, oh, I don't know, but it's all sketch comedy, right? But I mean, the the I mean, back in the probably in the early two thousands, um, I used to watch it mm-hmm. almost every Saturday, mm-hmm. but now I've kind of it's dropped not as off. funny anymore. But yeah. But anyways, that's besides the point. Yeah. yeah, what were you going to say? No, I was just going to wrap things up, and I was going to say that I think it was a good talk on... Um, goat talk. Yeah, goat talk, yeah. And uh, I think uh, hopefully um, our audience uh, out there um, will agree with our assessment. But if not, please uh, feel free to... Uh, send us an email let us know what you think uh, send us an email to not too serious podcast at gmail.com and uh, you know who knows what you know what uh, our list could change in another 10 years you know you never know you know I mean uh, you know or 15 years because usually it takes you, you have to dedicate like a decade or more to a sport to actually have some sort of a impact right on on the sport and uh i'm sure there are some athletes out there that are, are in the you know there will be in a few years yeah i'm sure there will be and so our list like mates or trout or something you never know you never know right wouldn't you agree i agree